Welcome to Exploring the Mystical Side of Life with your host, Michelle Aubin and Linda Lang. Welcome to Exploring the Mystical Side of Life. I am Michelle Aubin here with my co-host, Linda Lang. Hello, Linda. Hi, Michelle. So we want to welcome everyone. And today we're going to talk about this thing that I've experienced and Linda has experienced where when you have expansion in your life in any area or up-leveling in any area, could be business, spiritual, self-care, healing, anything like that. What happens when you're exploring topics that nobody around you is interested in talking about? or they're just not on the same page. And so I've run into this. I think it's part of growth. I think it's part of becoming more of who we are and embracing who we are. And there comes a point where sometimes just we're going in a direction where other people are not joining us. And, and so we just thought that would be a great topic today. So have you run into that, Linda? I mean, oh, we talked yeah. a little bit about it, but you've run into that. Yeah, for sure, Michelle. I think that most people, especially on a spiritual path, I think that probably happens in some way, shape, or form. And then they have to make the conscious decision over what's more important, you know, to keep following their investigation and their expansion or to kind of call that back to fit into their old paradigm. I, and I know for me, I imagine for you, there comes a point where you are not able or willing to fit into the old paradigm anymore. And I think of it like a little chicken that's going to hatch out of the egg and the egg just gets too small and you can't stay anymore because you're not an egg anymore. You're a chicken. You're a chick right? So you have to break out. You have to be who you are. So sometimes it doesn't feel like a choice. Yeah. Probably the first time that I have conscious recollection of that, I didn't feel like I had much choice because that was when I was healing myself from cancer and I had to start investigating things in the early 80s that were very, very fringe then, you know, natural healing, herbs, alternative healing. And so it definitely did kind of create a distance between me and, you know, my group of friends. I was okay. fortunate. I had two sisters that I could kind of express and communicate with. But, you know, even though many of my friends just kind of couldn't go there with me, it opened up the door to new friends that were more open to different possibilities. That's really, uh, that's really great. Uh, that's, that's my experience too. But I think sometimes there's like a gap. In my own experience, I, I go back to the 80s as well. I remember being interested in all of these topics and at that time, feeling different from everyone else, different from the mainstream in a way that didn't feel good. I, you know, I felt like the things I was interested in made sense, but I felt so fringe. 
I don't know if things are different now and things are accepted more or if it's just that we have the internet so I can access it kind of felt underground I would go to I would go to channelings and I would go to things at people's houses and it just kind of felt under a little bit underground and now it just seems like I could just go on YouTube and there's all these interesting things happening with all kinds of topics and for me there was I, I, just like you, have, have brought in friends like you who share a, a curiosity and an interest in these topics, but there was almost like a gap in the expansion and a, a time period where I really was kind of, I felt like I was kind of alone and had to learn to trust in myself and rely on myself and not get any kind of validation from anyone else, if that makes sense, and just trust my own journey. And now I have so many people, you know, in my life who are also on the same journey in their own way. So did you have a gap? I don't think that's a bad thing. Mm, No. It might not be very comfortable in the moment, but the level of growth and self-awareness and and self-trust that you develop through those times, I think it's really worth it and helps keep you aligned with your path and also with the kind of people that really have more in common with you that you want to share and develop relationships with. So... I probably had kind of like my work life, my more kind of normal acquaintances. And then I had this kind of closet real me that like I didn't tell anybody about my cancer experience or all the mystical stuff that was happening. Although years later, when I would run into those people, they'd be like, oh yeah, I can see that in you. Like they could already sense that kind of spiritual focus that was already imbued in my aura, let's say, but they they already had some kind of sense that there was that, you know, percolating within me, even though I tried to maybe hide it or not be blatantly obvious about it. That's interesting. Do you find that that is something you're still, I mean, this is your business. You're, you're a business person who's oriented spiritually, but do you... Um, not try to be blatant in your personal life? Do you have areas of your life where you're navigating that? No, I think I've I pretty much come to terms now that if, you know, someone can't handle me the way I am, then, I mean, that's okay. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't necessarily mean that I should adjust who I am so that I can fit into their model of what I should be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I I don't do that anymore. And do you find people are trying to get you to fit in? I mean, does that even happen? Like people try to get you because you're being who you are, you're being so open about who you are. Do people just say, well, that's who she is or do they still try to limit you? No, I don't think they try to limit me. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of fun and I'm kind of amused when, when I get like, Oh, you're so weird. But you know, to me, Weird is okay. You know, it doesn't mean that I'm some awful person. I'm maybe not exactly the stereotype 
but you know, chances are I'm having a whole lot more fun. <laughs> right. Well, this idea of, oh, you're so weird. Uh, I would say even a few years ago, I was worried about looking weird to people. I'm maybe, maybe even up to 10 years ago, five years ago. And then I had a um, kind of a spiritual breakthrough and I realized I am here to be that person who is weird. And I always have been, and I, that is my role. And when I realized that I'm not here to fit in, I'm not here to be um, kind of going along with the mainstream. I'm here to be the one who brings up the weird topics or um, expand people's ideas about what's possible. And I accepted that about myself. And it, and it feels like it was late in life. It was in my 40s, right? But I just relaxed. I was like, you're here to be the weird one. You're always the one talking about holistic methods. You're always the one talking about interplanetary, interdimensional, timeline travel, science fiction. Like, I'm always that person. So if someone laughs at me, I don't feel bad at all. I just continue to explore why they think it's funny. <laughs> well, it, quite often it's just their own limiting beliefs of what's yeah. acceptable, and it really doesn't have anything to do with the person that judgment is against, really. Or with the validity of the topic, you know, because I think there was a part of that too. Like if I was talking about something, you know, and people would go, oh, that topic, and I would go, yeah. I mean, I would kind of shrink back, and now I go, yeah, let's talk about timelines. Let's talk about, we, we were all hanging out with my father who's in his seventies and we were talking about multidimensional realities. And I'm not sure kind of what he really thinks of it, but he joined in and we were all like, I was like, yeah, dad, what do you think? What if this? And what if that? And it just was kind of fun. And, um, he played along and, um, I, I took on that role. I'm, I'm the one to introduce this topic. That's fantastic, <laughs> actually, that, I mean, you could have a conversation and make it fun. Yeah. Yeah. With, with someone who might not have been even thinking that was possible. So good work. Well, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> the trick to making it fun, I have learned, is to not be worried about what people think about me and also not be invested in changing anyone's mind. So having no agenda. Yeah. You can't really argue beliefs. You know, beliefs are just something that people have and they're the only ones that can change them. Yeah. Really? That's not the purpose, but I find it fun talking about ideas. So that's what we do. <laughs> exploring, exploring the mystical the side of life. <laughs> Exactly. You know, that whole conversation that you had just reminded me so much of that dream I had a couple years ago where twice in that dream, I was told that I, was, I wasn't standing in the right place. Mm -hmm. And that's actually what happens when you start adapting your behavior to be more 
once say meeting the obligations of the people around you and not being true to your own self-expression you do start to shift you know who you are in the world and how the world sees you and you are here for a purpose yeah who's going to do your purpose if you're too busy trying to fit in I think there's a quote by Oscar Wilde and it's something along the lines of I'm not going to try to be anyone but other than who I am because everyone else is taken. I'm sure it's worded a little bit differently, but the gist of it, I, I think that's a great quote. Everyone yeah. else is taken. I think that's perfect. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So if, if we kind of steer back to the topic for anyone that's kind of back there in that state of feeling a little bit maybe separate or segregated from their old circle that are going through some kind of expansion or just self-discovery, spirituality, just taking their life in a different tangent. I'm wondering, Michelle, if you have any recommendations or tips that might kind of help them to get through that period. Well, we live in an amazing time with social media and the internet, and I met you online, and I don't know the exact um, way that we met, but we chatted. We, we had a phone chat, and we got to know each other as friends. So I think that um, there are groups people can join to get that feeling of community. Um, I know there are people I follow on YouTube and I may never meet them, but they discuss topics that are dear to my heart and help me feel that there's some community in, in sort of the energetics of it, even though I may never meet them. So those have sustained me uh, in, a, in a really great way. And and then that, that allows me to be with other people who aren't exploring those topics, that, you know, have the resources to engage in those relationships fully in the way that those relationships call for that. So I, I love that we live in a time where we can commune with each other. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course it does. I think the one thing that I would say is that although no man is an island, that sometimes it's really healthy to cocoon and, True. you know, kind of not withdraw from the world per se, but, but to really spend a lot of time uh, with oneself and doing what nurtures one's own soul, whether that's reading or researching or meditating or singing, whatever it is, mm. can be a way to kind of help carry you through those times of change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I know it comes up for people like not just in the s spiritual realm, but even entrepreneurs talk about this idea of there's a there's a mindset and a worldview that a lot of entrepreneurs have that family members may not understand because it is a different way of looking at the world and looking at generating income 
um, and it could be any topic. It could be, you know, any topic that you're just moving into a more positive mindset or more positive way of experiencing life. And if the people that you've spent decades with are still doing what they've always done and here you are, you know, um, kind of up-leveling yourself or even athletically getting in shape. And sometimes we do have to prioritize if the people around me are not going to eat better and get in shape, I'm still going to do that for myself. Like it's a form of cocooning, like you said, um, prioritizing feeling better, prioritizing honoring that part of yourself. So ultimately we're all just here to express who we are and our essence. And I find that when we do, when I do, it feels better anyway. It doesn't feel good to restrict who I am. And so, yeah, just be who we are. Well said, Michelle. <laughs> Thanks, Linda. Well said. Good self-expression. So we've enjoyed having you join us today, and we look forward to next time. Bye for now. Bye for now.